Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. So I'm back again with another podcast episode. And, you know, I just want to continue on with my discussion of hip-hop because um, what happened over the weekend was just very interesting to me. So Friday, the rapper Dre broke the internet with his new album that him and 21 Savage came up with. And the name of the album is called Her Loss. Um, you know, it, it did. A lot of people ran and streamed it. And I believe it's the most streamed collaborative um, hip-hop album of all time, at least right now. But, you know, it really did cause a lot of conversation because, you know, I guess Drake woke up and just chose violence because he was dissing a lot of people. I mean, you know, he really was. And the biggest diss record, the biggest diss he's, I mean, that's being discussed right now is the diss he gave to Megan Thee Stallion and the diss he did to Serena Williams' husband. So again, y'all know how I am. I'm just gonna play you all these little news clips and then we're gonna come back with the rest of my commentary. Megan Thee Stallion's ripping Drake for that lyric in his new track, Circo Loco, after suggesting she lied about allegedly getting shot by Tory Lanez. What do you say to people that still don't believe that you were actually shot? I don't think any of this is for them. Like, it's for me. Like, I know this happened to me. Drizzy and 21 Savage dropped their joint album, Her Loss, Friday, which features the song with the controversial lyric. Yeah, although the rapper doesn't say Megan's full name, he kind of doubles down a few lines later with... Shorty said she graduated, she ain't learned enough. Lady album track one, okay, I heard enough. Some background. Megan graduated from Texas Southern University in 2021. And track one off her 2020 album, Good News, Shots Fired, a diss track many think is aimed at Tory. Hours after Circo Loco dropped, Meg caught wind of it and shared her feelings on Twitter, writing in part, quote, Stop using my shooting for clout. Since when is it cool to joke about women getting shot? People attack me, y'all go up for it. I defend myself, now I'm doing too much. Every time, it never ends, and this did not happen until I came out and said I got shot. They reached out and said, you know, Megan is ready to talk. Back in April, Megan spoke to Gail King about the incident on CBS Mornings. So I get out the car and it's like everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming, is he said, dance. And he started shooting, and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, he shot a couple of times. So I think she was just fed up with the narrative that's out there. She wanted to, she wanted to control her own story. Were you afraid for your life at that I time? was really scared, because I had never been shot at before. Tori was charged with one felony count of assault with a semi-automatic weapon, and another count of carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle. He's pleaded not guilty, and a trial is set to begin November 28th. How has your life changed since you were shot? I feel like my anxiety is worse. I feel like my relationship with people is, it's gotta be very cold, cause I'm not as trusting as I used to be. I was gonna ask you, is it hard for you to trust people? Like, I've got this wall and I don't wanna make any friends. You know, this is what's so sad to me, is that there's videotape 
there's a medical report, there is a police report, and there are still people that are trolling Megan online. And I think she ignored it for as long as she could. I really do believe that. And then I think it just got to her. And so for better or worse, she said, I want to say something. Hopefully people will believe her, but it, but now she can at least say, I stood in my truth and I told, and I told my story. So that's the first clip about Megan Thee Stallion. And this is what I'm going to say about that. Uh, last year, I did a podcast episode concerning Kevin Samuels and all these, you know, men on YouTube um, giving all this dating advice and all this advice about women and part of the quote-unquote manosphere of YouTube. And I said that there was a certain group of men who really do not like women and love trolling women. When I look at Drake, I, I kind of put, put him in that group. I do. Now, I saw people defending Drake and saying, well, when he said shot, he was talking about ass shots and a stallion, you know, and, and, and slang. A stallion is a big woman with a big butt and stuff because stallions have big butts and stuff. You, you know, that's what people who were defending Drake were saying. Me, personally speaking, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, that, that's BS. Drake knew what he was doing. What's even crazy is people are saying that, you know, Megan has writing credits on his album. So, you know, for Drake to diss her and she has writing credits on his album, that's just wild to me. It's also wild that, you know, she has writing credits on his album, but Drake acts like he writes his own raps. You know, that's also crazy to me, but that's a conversation for another day. You, you know, I think Drake was doing this for clout. Because, you know, ever since that mess with um, Megan and Tori, you know, the hip-hop community has been split. You know, a lot of there are people on Tori's side and there are people on Megan's side. And honestly speaking, these blogs on Instagram and YouTube have not helped the situation. There's a narrative going around that Megan lied because, you know, some of these blogs were reporting that you know well, well you know the bullet she, um, the, the bullet was not directly in her foot that you know she stepped in glass and that's how her foot got injured and people are saying she lied about getting shot at and that you know that makes no sense because how did the glass get broke okay there is there is video of the police being called so something happened so do I think Megan is lying about getting shot at no I don't. I do think Tori shot that gun. I do. I do. I honestly do. You know, yeah, he may not have pointed directly at her, but if he shot and he hit the glass, that is still, you know, he can still be in trouble for that. That is still against the law. It is. Now, you know, do I think Megan lied about a relationship with Tori or sleeping with Tori? Because... You know, I think I think the thing was Tori was sleeping with Megan, sleeping with her friend Kelsey, and that's what started the fight. You know, do I think that happened? Yeah, and I think Megan's lying about that. But about getting shot at now. And you know, what's even more interesting is that yesterday I reported on Drake and Megan and 21 Savage um, signing that petition with all them other artists about protecting rap lyrics and rap lyrics shouldn't be used in courts of law all for this to happen because my thing is this 
when they go to trial at the end of this end of this month, you know, and Tori, you know, drops a song alluding to this shooting. I be, you know, one Megan want that, you know, want that used in court against him for her. So people really should be very mindful and think clearly about, you know, what they co-signing. Cause you know, for Megan to, you know, do this work with Drake, even sign that petition with Drake for him to diss her, you know, just shows, you know, loyalty. And you know, I, I'm noticing a very a very pattern of a lot of these male rappers seem to love coming at Megan the Stallion. It's like they'll come at Megan the Stallion and Sweetie are the two big female rappers who a lot of these men will come after. And you know, and, and you know, Sweetie for the most part will ignore it, you know, because Sweetie really can't rap. But Megan will sometimes go off like she went off on Drake. And my thing is this, Megan, you know, you can really rap. And I feel like you should get in the studio and drop some bars. If Drake dissed you, then you, this is hip hop, baby. If Drake dissed you, then you get your ass in that studio and you put a diss record back out on him. Okay, Tupac dissed the hell out of Lil' Kim. Did Lil' Kim go out there and cry? No, granted, there was no social media. Lil' Kim got in that studio and she dissed him right back. Megan got the skills for it, you know, diss him. At least get paid for it. You know, Drake getting paid off that little diss record because it didn't got all this attention, all these people looking at it, listening to the album. So, you know, I think Megan should diss him and all these other men who keep addressing her about this. I understand her lawyers may be, may be telling her to calm down, but baby, you know, you in hip hop. You know, you know, if you about this hip hop life, then baby, you gotta be about this hip hop life. So that's my opinion on the Megan Thee Stallion situation. Now, in other news, Drake also did Serena Williams, the um, tennis icon, who he used the day a few years ago, and her husband. And this is the clip on that. On Friday night, it looks like Serena Williams and her husband, Alexis Ohanian, had a lovely dinner out. Before that, in the afternoon, Alexis hit back at Drake's serve with an ace. Now, let's set this match up. Drake dropped his collaborative album with 21 Savage called Her Loss that morning. And it's starting to seem like this is another loss for Drake. He's getting destroyed on social media for rapping in one track that Megan Stein is lying about being shot by Tory Lanez. Then he's coming for his ex, Serena's, now husband, Alexis, in the track Middle of the Ocean. Sidebar, Serena, your husband, a groupie. He claimed we don't got a problem, but know who it is like you coming for sushi. So Alexis took to Twitter to say, the reason I stay winning is because I'm relentless about being the absolute best at whatever I do, including being the best groupie for my wife and daughter. Classy and clever. And it got some heart eyes emoji support from the missus. They're winning. You are not, Drake. Calling your ex's husband a groupie, which basically means you're endlessly devoted to your object of affection. Well, yeah, you really got him, Drake. He's embarrassed over that one. You essentially just called him loyal. Bravo, Drake. What do you think of Alexis' response to Drake's diss? Okay. So this is my opinion on that. First of all, Drake, them, them bars was whack as hell. You, you know, really, they were whack. Second of all, you know, why are you attacking Serena and her husband? 
You know, Serena Williams is happily married. She has not discussed Drake. Even when they was dating and messing around, she has not discussed him. So why, you know, Drake, why are you, you know, discussing her and her husband? You know, also I find it very funny that Drake wants to say, you know, call her husband a groupie. When as if Drake wasn't a groupie to damn near half the NBA, you know, a decade ago. As if Drake wasn't a groupie to Rihanna, who, you know, bear, you know, who Drake used to get on stage, just bear his feelings towards Rihanna, and she just laugh it off and keep going. So I'm just saying, you know, you know, who's who's the real groupie? Because in my personal opinion, Drake is you. You, you know, with, with this Serena Williams situation, and, and you know, Drake just comes up as someone who's bitter. He does. You know, for, for you to mention this woman and her husband try to disrespect her husband like that was out of pocket. And yeah, I think he did it for clout. I do. And you know, part of me feel like he's, he's low key, not, how can I put this? I, I, I low key feel like he wants the life that Serena Williams has. You know, the two parent household with the with the beautiful child. Drake, cause Drake has a child with a porn star. And you know, he made that little boy I believe the little boy was about two. And he took three three DNA tests. Cause you know, he was shot, the little boy came out light skinned like that. And you know, Drake does bond with his son and you know, even though the son's mother's a porn star, she kind of keeps to herself and she ain't messy. But you know, it, it's not the idealized family. And you know, Drake, you know, Drake comes off as someone who tries very hard, especially now. Like it's just amazing to me, the transformation of Drake. Like when he first came out, Drake was always talking about his feelings, always talking about love, always talking about respecting women, always talking about, you know, how he gets his heart broken by women. And then, you know, it's like when he got them fake abs and grew a butt a beard, it's like, you know, he just did a 180. He, he, he's always talking about thoughts and hoes now. And, you know, granted, Drake always, you know, liked sex. Even when he was talking about, you know, love and stuff, you know, it was very clear that he liked to get it in. But you know, Drake, Drake, you know, really has become the ultimate fuckboy, I feel. And I think that's overcompensation for, you know, how Drake was treated when he first came out. Because a lot of people in hip hop just was not messing with Drake. Okay, people bring up, you know, that famous DMX um, interview on The Breakfast Club with DMX, R.I.P. You know, damn near roasted the hell out of Drake. Said Drake was whack, that he was a poser, that he was fake. You know, I feel like Drake does try to overcompensate for the fact that he's biracial, that he didn't, you know, live a traditional black experience, that, you know, that, that you know, he did live for the most part in a wealthy white neighborhood. And that, you know, he was, a, he was a TV star as a teenager in Canada. Okay, Drake, Drake did, does, didn't live a traditional, you know, black hip hop star's upbringing. And that's okay. And I feel like he tries to overcompensate for that by, you know, doing all this cloud chasing, you know, doing all these trap beats and stuff. A decade ago, Drake's music wasn't sounding like that. 
It wasn't. And you know, I tried to give this album a listen, but me personally speaking, I couldn't even make it past track five. Like these past, you know, including this one, the past three Drake albums, I just could not like, I'm sorry. It's, you know, maybe I've gotten older and my taste of music has changed, but you know, I, I'm just not feeling, feeling it, Drake, I'm not. I feel like every album now, he just drops the same thing over and over again. Granted, his fans will buy it, but it's like there's no ver- ver- versatility. Even when he dropped the House album, you know, it was awful because you could tell he was just doing something but had no connection with that culture. And I'm sorry, it's just whack. Now, another thing that I'm noticing, you know, and, I, and I'm tying this back to the manosphere, I, I, I noticed because there were some men who were defending Drake and saying, you know, Serena Williams' husband is always on the sidelines and he's always in the background and stuff. And, you know, they feel like, you know, she's she's the boss in the house. You know, it seems like ever since Serena married her husband, her husband is white and their child is mixed, a lot of black men seem to have a problem with that. You know, and also coupled with the fact that her sister Venus, who's another famous tennis icon, both of them are, you know, basically ruled tennis in the 90s and 2000s, and Serena all the way to the 2010s and the 2020s. But, you know, Venus has always dated white men. And, you know, when Serena married, you know, this white man who is very successful, he's the, you know, he started Reddit and he's worth a lot of money. I don't know, a lot of, I saw a lot of black men were upset about this. You know, I saw constant videos of, of people saying, of, of some of these black men saying, you know, these women are mammies who just chase out the white daddy and all this other stuff. And, you know, saying it was disgusting and, you know, why would they even date white men? And, you know, my thing was, I remember when I was younger and I heard a lot of men say that Venus and Sabrina were ugly. People used to make fun of those beads they had in their hair. A lot of people said Serena Williams was built like a man with the muscles, that Venus looked like a crackhead because Venus is very thin and skinny. You know, you know, people, you know, people used to clown, clown both of them girls. So, so, you know, maybe they went to men who, who found all that pretty. And you know what, they have a right to do that. You know, no one's entitled to who someone fucks. They're not. But I just noticed, you know, that ever since Serena married this man, a lot I've seen a lot of black men, you know, kind of come at her sideways for that. And you know, I just think that's just whack. I do. Hell, and I think that's the reason why Drake came at Ohani and um, Alex Ohani and Sideways. Even though Drake is mixed and has a baby with a white woman, you know, I noticed for, for, for some men, it's okay for them to do it, but when a black woman does it, you know, it's the issue. You know, because Drake always goes around talk about his black queen and he likes, you know, a dark chocolate woman with a big behind and stuff. But look who he, he impregnated. Hmm. That says a lot, doesn't it?
make you, but you know what? I love Alexis's response. You know, I like that he didn't curse Drake out. He just kept it simple and cute, and you know, said that yeah, hell yeah, I'm a groupie. There ain't no diss record. There ain't no diss to me. And that's how you do. So, you know, me personally speaking, I just think Drake is, Drake, Drake, you know, was just whack for all of this. You know, I do feel like Drake is doing all of this for clouds. Because let's face it, Drake is the old guy in hip hop now. Drake is almost 40. Okay, that teenage 27 year old Drake that came out in 09, that Drake is long gone. It's been over a decade since that Drake. <laughs> You know, and a lot of people on social media, you know, when um did not mind letting him know because he got dragged all this weekend. I mean, people bringing up his plastic surgery, you know, even rumors that he's bisexual. It was a lot. Like Drake got dragged, but you know what, Drake? Maybe that's what you wanted because we are talking about you. So on that note, I'm your boy Dean. I hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea, and you all have a blessed day.